welcome and you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz live on Coast FM this morning. Gee, it's good to be back in the studio to all the... Oh no, sorry, it is actually just me recording a podcast. Well, fuck, a bit of Rod Stewart. What have we there? I'm actually going to a stag do in May in Vegas, Vegas, and we're going to see Rod Stewart, one of the attendees, shall we say. Their request is that they get to see Rod Stewart. So we're doing that live in Vegas. So I'm just learning a couple of the tunes so that I can participate when we're over there in Vegas and not just uh, participate in a few alcoholic beverages. Uh, but also the place we're staying, you can get an IV drip as well. So keen to hear your thoughts. Would you get an IV drip on a stag do if you are in Vegas? Shit, this has really got off topic pretty quickly. But hey, we're a genuine bunch around here. Because we might, but anyway, I'll let you know. Uh, maybe I'll write a money mail about that whilst we're over there. I'm actually, I think I've nearly gone for two weeks, so it's going to be interesting to see, can we keep the streak going? Because today is money mail 150, 150, 150 weeks in a row of putting out a piece of content for people to learn from every single Friday. Now, I said on Instagram this morning, I know a lot of you thank me for the content that you get to learn from. But at the same time, thank you, because you give me a level of accountability to stay disciplined, to try, what is not a try, I don't want to say try, because I can set myself up to fail, to keep going and not to miss a week. Now, you would have heard me say before, my teacher of English years back said, uh, you know, that's not going to hit the pass mark in their creative writing. Well, here I am, writing and producing information for people, storytelling every single week, and... People seem to be enjoying it, so just be careful what you let your teachers tell you you're not good at. They were probably just trying to get me to do more and do better, Uh, but there's a little bit of that chip on the shoulder there where it's quite cool now to be probably teaching more people than that teacher did, Uh, but no disrespect to them, obviously. It's just, uh, it just shows you, you know, sometimes we have lessons in our life that we can use, like that. We, we take them the wrong way, and they could be the end of us doing something when really it was just one data point. And I make mistakes of plenty of these stories and plenty of writing, um, and you know they're not always the best put together in terms of sentence structure and stuff, but people are learning and they're coming back and they're enjoying it, and that's the, the main thing. So don't let a bit of negative feedback every now and then be you taking it on board as, oh, I should never do this again, I should quit, this isn't for me, this isn't what I should be doing. Because we've all got good things inside us and we need to figure out how we can harness those and get them further out there to the world. Now this week, 150, we're talking about the $27 tax-free per week allowance that some people can get or may be able to get from their employer. And we'll step through all of that, but interestingly, I've had a couple of replies to this email already today saying, can I please get some more information? You know, I want to show my boss this. I can't find it on the IRD website. It is quite tricky to find because it was sort of brought in or increased during COVID. And they have to do what's called like a determination to introduce that. Basically, that's pages and pages of yuck stuff that you've got to read through. And so people don't And it just wasn't very clear, so I don't think a lot of employers actually did this. Now, 
The rules are set to change on the 1st of April, maybe. The limit may change. The consultation was out, so are these limits high enough, etc. All of that was going on, and that ended basically like on the 17th of March or something. And so once that uh, is passed, then we should hear, okay, is this going to, to happen, and uh, when will it kick in and go forward? But it, it should stay in place because working from home is becoming more and more relevant. Now, I... Googled uh, some extra information about it to find an article that uh, I'd read or the IRD article that you don't want to be reading. It's just yuck. I think I put it on Instagram. You saw it. Now, then this new article popped up from NewsHub. I go on to that and bloody hell, there's the Keep the Change video embedded in their article. So there we go. The old media uh, are flipping the tide on social media. And instead of getting upset about social media cutting their lunch with people using their news stories to drive uh, engagement, now they are taking social media content and using it to drive engagement in their own bloody stories. Well, hey, it works both ways, doesn't it? But anyway, it turns out working from home is a thing and often employees pay costs associated with this. During the Cervasa sickness, that's uh, a word for beer, I think, like Corona beer, get it? Yeah, anyway, cool, good joke, dickhead. The IRD increased the tax-free allowance when working from home because so many people obviously were, and a lot of people for the first time as well. Basically, employees can receive up to $20 per week tax-free to cover any additional costs associated with working away from the office, i.e. power, telephone, internet usage, or printing. Note, this is paid by their employer if they want to. It is not an obligation. Straight away when I was doing social content on this, on like TikTok and stuff, it was like, where do I claim this? Who do I call it? The IRD? What do, like, what do I need to tell my boss? I haven't been getting this. They need to backdate it. I'm like, holy shit, man. Humans just go to like meltdown mode. Oh, I'm self-employed. Who can I claim this from? You're like, fuck, just... We're so desperate for free money, right? And we'll get to this at the bottom of this. But just chill and learn what this says first, and then figure out if it's applicable. So this was set to expire on the 31st of March 2023. Now what I mean by that is it's set to expire the limits, but it looks like, and it's not confirmed because I haven't seen it being confirmed yet, but I'm fairly certain that it would be because it would be pretty weird if they got rid of this now, these allowances will most likely roll over and the limits will increase too. So to bring you up to speed, here are some examples of which an employer could agree to reimburse an employee for some or all of the cost. Equipment, for example, a computer or furniture they brought for the purpose of working from home. Now on that, remember, like you might have taken a bloody computer home from work. So they're not going to reimburse you or give you a $400 allowance or something for a computer you didn't buy. You're taking it from work anyway. So that, again, people are like, oh, I took all my equipment home. Like They should be paying me for that. What do you mean? They've already paid for it. That's how you've got it. Now you have it at your home. But you might say, look, you know, I had to go out and buy a screen, a second screen because I'm way more productive when I do that, and we love productivity around here at Keep the Change, eh? Jeez, we need more of that in our economy. Anyway, you do that, it makes you more productive. Well, you're probably actually looking at bad stuff on there anyway and using your device and scrolling socials and stuff, so we could argue that you're not. But anyway, you use your screen to make you more productive, and then you pay for it out of your own money. You want to be reimbursed for that, and then that's going to get done as a tax-free allowance as such. Okay, so that's the distinction here. It's not like, just give me money for doing nothing. Then, of course, your mobile phone, heating, or internet plan, if they use it for work as well as personal use. Now, for the from the uh, 0.3 girlfriends that I've had in my life, my dating lifetime, such a big boyfriend man, um, they women always seem to be colder than men. I don't know if that's data or just the data I've collected from the fucking 0.3 girlfriends that I've had. But, geez, like, 
even when I worked with uh, women in accounting offices, sometimes I'd go into their offices and they'd have like the heater going and a blanket over them. I'm like, fuck is going on here? Like, I'm sweating. Uh, but, you know, you might have increased your power bill at home because you're cold at home and you want to crank the heating so you can do your work and be comfortable and get shit done. So this allowance is basically designed to go, well, that's coming out of your pocket. We can actually help repay some of that. And I'm trying to use very practical examples here. Uh, but, you know, you might then start using more data at home as well. Or you might be ringing around people you normally wouldn't ring or you might ring from the office, etc. And then the idea basically is saying, well, you know, we should probably be creating a way through the tax rules where employers can reimburse their staff for this without being taxed on it. And so they're saying, well, let's put in an allowance and let's set some thresholds about what that could be. So from the 1st of April, the IRD are looking to change the limits to $7 per week for the use of telecommunications plans and equipment, as well as $20 per week for general expenditure. So if we step through this, if someone qualified to be reimbursed $27 per week because their work from home is not of a minor nature, that is $1,404 per year. 27 times 52 people did that. I had to use a calculator. Most people in this situation would be earning a Above $48,000 in New Zealand, and every dollar above $48,000 is taxed at 30%. So, I should have put in there between $48,000 to $70,000, because probably, I'm surprised no one's emailed and said, hey, excuse me, it should have been 33% if they earn over $70,000. But what I'm trying to point out is that as soon as you're earning above $48K, at the moment that's getting taxed at 30% minimum. So that that $1,000 between $48,000 and $49,000, for instance, and your $1,000 is $700 after tax. Hopefully you understand that. So the tax-free allowance is the equivalent of $2,000 pre-tax PAY income for most people. So each time you get paid $1,000 when you earn over $48,000, you're losing 30% of that to tax, so you're really only going to get $700 in the hand. Well, this tax-free allowance is basically like getting paid $2,000 before tax because by the time they take tax off that, then you've got $1,400. However... These allowances are not to be made as part of a salary sacrifice arrangement. I'm simply pointing out how meaningful this allowance could be to employees. Now, what I mean here, because there's two things here. So you can't go, hey, look, you know, we're going to pay you this, but also included in your salary is uh, you know, an allowance for working from home as such. So we're going to you know, bring back your gross salary a little bit. They're saying, do not do that. That is not what this is designed to do. What it's saying, what I'm saying is, you know, if you've got staff working from home or if you are working from home and your expenses are increasing because you're working from home quite a lot, well, then it's great to pay people back for that because you, if you're not being reimbursed, you're paying for those costs out of your out of or after tax income, right? So we're hoping that our employer will actually reimburse some of that. And this is a good way to do it, and the rules are very simple. So this is a good way to repay staff tax-free who are genuinely working from home and spending their money on helping operate their employees' uh, business. Oh, that should say employers. Told you I make mistakes. Fuck, I knew I didn't prove to read this one very well. Jeez, Luke, go back to bloody school and sort yourself out. But this won't stop me from doing week number 151. So basically here, like let's keep this real simple. This is not a rort this is not, oh, sweet, you know, I should be asking my employer to pay me 1400 bucks tax-free each year. It's, are you actually genuinely working from home? 
you know, this is what the rules are, are set up to do. But of course, humans are quick to look at this as a loophole rather than how relevant it actually is for them. Free, free, quotation, money often excites people and they miss all the details. All this allowance is is a general rule to allow employers to genuinely reimburse those staff members working from home a lot that are incurring costs associated with completing their roles slash duties. So for employees, the employer pays if they want to, not the IRD. This isn't something you jump online and claim. It is not your right to receive this allowance. Now remember too, like someone has to pay for this. So say there's 50 people in your organization and all of a sudden you're like, oh, they should be doing this for everyone. You know, there's probably uh, $70,000 that your employer has to find per annum to be able to implement this. Now, that may not be doable. And for a lot of those stuff, they may not actually be working from home a lot of the time. It might just be here and there. Now, during COVID, obviously, a lot of people were, and it's kind of gone the other way now where people are wanting to go back to an office. Now, for employers, the main point to remember with this reimbursement is that if you reimburse an employee for costs associated with working from home, the payment will not become part of their taxable income. They do not pay tax on it. So it's not going to show up in your My IR as income. And businesses can claim a tax deduction for it. But please check with your accountant before taking action on this because it seems like when I've put out content about this, so many people have misinterpreted it. So remember to ask your accountant if you've got one and to keep records too. For self-employed people, you may be claiming home office expenses yourself. So don't confuse this with that. This is simply a reminder of how many things there are going on and changing in the tax world that it can be very complicated for businesses and individuals to keep up with. The reason that these rules exist is that a business owner can claim a percentage of their home office costs as a business expense, but typically an employee cannot. Now, to help you understand that, say I'm in business or I'm self-employed. My self-employed role is I'm full-time podcaster and I get paid by sponsors and uh, brand ambassador gigs that I do and I get sent some free shit as well to talk about on the podcast. You know, that's my income. Then I've got some minimal expenses, but a lot of my costs are going to be my home office costs. So I've got to pay for the internet, the power and stuff around the home. Now, but I'm using that as a personal nature as well, right? But I'm going to be able to claim a percentage of that, which is going to increase my expenses that I have and therefore decrease the tax that I have to pay. Let's say that I'm an accountant and I run an award-winning accounting practice that is orange and kicks heaps of ass and doesn't have a capital letter for the first letter of its name because it's a little bit rebellious and it's a little bit modern and it is not the blue-green yuck shit that you see in the accounting industry, right? Say you're running that sort of business and you actually work from your office a lot of the time, but you have a home office as well and at home you do some work from home that person running that accounting business, they could claim a percentage of their costs at home, like their rent or their mortgage interest, their internet, uh, their power, their water, etc. insurance. They can claim a percentage of that that they specifically use to operate their business out of. They can claim that as an expense. Again, it's going to decrease their profit, decrease the tax that they have to pay. But for an employee, you don't have that. that our tax rules don't allow for that. In New Zealand, you can basically claim help with getting your tax return filed as an expense for an employee and then income protection insurance. That's about the only two things that you can claim uh, or probably some crypto losses as well, but yeah, pod for another time. So basically these rules are seeking to allow the employer to reimburse the employee for some of these costs where they relate to working from home. 
As our working lives become more entangled with working at home, at a cafe, and on the go, it will be interesting to see how the old rules are tweaked to make for a fitting set of tax rules. What I mean by that is the world has really woken up during COVID. Woken up, get it? Uh, to the fact that you can actually work just about anywhere these days with an internet connection for those types of people. I appreciate people in factories and stuff like that um, and hospitals and whatnot. Maybe not so much for you, okay? Uh, so I do think about you, but these things, you know, there's this, the, the world's really changed and you could work from a cafe now. Now, you might not have an office because you're like, well, that's too expensive. I'm not going to do that. Um, but that coffee that and the food that you pay there, it's probably not going to be 100% deductible, but it's kind of like you paying to then be able to rent that space to work from there. You know, if you went and paid money to use a co-working space, for instance, then that expense would no doubt be 100% tax deductible because you're getting a, a small office area. But the world has changed and the tax rules kind of, they take a while to change to flex with what's going on. Some people think our tax rules are simple. Some of them think that they just don't really move fast enough. So this allowance, I think it brings us a little bit further closer to what Australia do. I think they've got a very similar setup over there, but probably, again, a lot further down the path, faster and a bigger um, range of things that can be claimed as well. So just in time for the end of the year, that was your tax lesson for March. Exciting times for geeky accountants as we head into the end of the financial year and we get a new one as well. You are one of over 7,150 recipients. I hope that you have a great weekend. If you could please leave a five-star review for this podcast if you haven't already, that would mean a lot to me. Chuck something up on your socials to show that you are listening. Really cool to see the amount of people that are tuning in at the moment. I think that March will be the biggest month of downloads and also listeners which is really, really cool to see. Did you know this week in Auckland, 2022 house prices are 10.8 times median household income. In 2020, it was 8.6. Demographia International, have you heard of them? Didn't think so, neither had I, suggest anything above three is unaffordable. So they think that the house price, like an affordable, affordable home, should only be three times the value of your median household income. That's pretty crazy. It's very hard for us to understand because the Kiwis are just like, fuck it, I'm buying a house and I'm paying whatever I have to and I'm getting the bank of mum and dad, I'm asking the bank, you know, I am getting any kind of cost saving I can to be able to then borrow more to pay as much as I can for a property. These people are internationally saying, well, that's very unaffordable. So I think Auckland ranks up there. This is stupid. Like I read this study and it's like, you know, let's just say it's the fifth. Auckland, the fifth most unaffordable city to buy a home in, in the world. And in the world, data is only like eight cities or something that it that it tracks. Or it might even be like 18 or something. It's, it wasn't even that many. I'm like, what the hell? This, yeah, anyway. It, people can make like data tell a story that they want it to tell, right? But, I mean, I think most people would agree that houses are pretty expensive in New Zealand. The problem is that, for a lot of us, we buy a property to store wealth in and invest into rather than just have a roof over our head, right? It's become our retirement plan, our savings plan, all of those types of things. So, you know, this is probably where we differ from or Auckland differs from another a number of the other cities that they compare to or that they research. I hope you found this week's lesson useful. I want to reiterate, if you're an employee, 
This doesn't just mean that you can go to your employer and say, look, you need to pay me $27 per week tax-free because they might go, well, we don't even have that. I tell you what, businesses are struggling at the moment. They're struggling to get paid and I will uh, probably do a money mail on this as we go so that you can see what some businesses are facing at the moment and what they are dealing with. Speaking of, I'm running one myself and it's a Friday, 1.23 p.m. I have a call at 1.30. I've ripped through this one so I can get off. I can up, chill out, mate, get off, like as in get off the podcast. I can get off the podcast equipment. I can upload this. It'll be out for people to listen to. I can jump on that call at 1.30 and rip straight into that and see if I can help them. I hope that you have an amazing weekend. I'll see you next week on the pod on Money Mail. There's some cool lessons coming out. Uh, tune into all of those. I've been, as I said last week, really trying to, well, this week when I recorded it, get some really valuable people to get on and talk to us about different things that, that we know we need to learn about. And it's really cool to see who's listening to Keep the Change at the moment. I'm talking sports stars, uh, professionals that have been in in their careers for decades, Um a, a guy at the gym, I spoke to him the other day, uh, this morning actually, yeah, uh, about Keep the Change and how he came across it and listening to it and people just dropping me a line to say that they appreciate the content. So people obviously thinking about money and stuff at this time of the year, which, well, this time that we're in and there's going to be more to come. Anyway, let's get out of here. I better go on this phone call. Be good out there. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. And if you have used an IV drip, I want to know how did it go for you.